Simon Dello on the line with us now. Hello, cool. Simon. Hi, Simon. G'day, fellas. Yeah, how are you, mate? <laughs> I'm a bit exhausted, actually, but, um, <laughs> but back in the country. Oh, good. I see you've arrived back. Okay, great. Well, Simon, we're going to start off straight away because we've only got three or four minutes here. Sure. But who was your favourite newsreader of all time? Dougal Stevenson. And why? Well, it was the voice of authority when I was a kid. I grew up in a household where my father read the newspaper in the morning and consumed it from back to front in, in half an hour before he went to work. And then in the evening, the, the, the 6 o'clock news came on, hushed tones. You know, I'm so old, of course, there was only one channel back then. And it, was, it wasn't TV One, it was just the news, you know. Yeah. And um, yep. Dougal Stevenson was the voice of authority in that old, in that very old style, authority, gravitas, received English, you know, that very correct pronunciation. Um, and then, you, then I saw the movie Sleeping Dogs, I think, when I was a kid as well. And he was the, the newsreader who told us of the, of the approaching Armageddon, more or less. Yeah. Um, yes. But he was a mythical figure of sorts. Yeah. Exactly. As a matter of interest, did you ever meet him? Yes, I did. I met him 10 years ago, the 40th. And uh, he was a lovely man. He's very uh, humble. Uh, he interestingly said he couldn't do what we did because he'd only ever been trained as an announcer, not a journalist. I know that'll have some people coughing into their cornflakes, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he was he was very down to earth, very humble, and very conscious. As I think we all know, work in these sort of newsroom team environments of um, of of expressing the fact that it's all a team effort. Yeah. Simon, look, I genuinely say this. I'm not being a sycophant. I think you're brilliant at what you do because you do have an ability to, to read the news, tell the news, and show emotion without sort of overtly bursting into floods of tears. What's your view on people in your position, news readers showing emotion when they read? I'm really old school, Simon. I, I mean, I think we're the only form of television nowadays where it's not about, where, well, not, where the presenter's not really important. And I think it's important for a newsreader to get out of the way of the story, that the news should be presented as as straight up and down as possible. You know, yeah. These are the facts as we understand them, as neutrally as we can present them, and leave it for you to decide what your conclusions are from that. Of course, most other formats now are presenter-driven, aren't they? We yeah. hear the opinions of the presenters. Yep. Occasionally we'll, we'll go into that and when it gets to the lighter material, but that's just humanising the content. Other than that, you know, the, particularly that, that first 15 minutes of the bulletin when all this very serious information is coming across, hopefully I'm not getting in the way of it. Hopefully you're not thinking about me and you're concentrating on uh, what's being said and what you're seeing. Very interesting. Simon, just, exactly. Simon, just very quickly, in brief, what was your past? Were, 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 as a kid, did you go to journalism school straight away? How did you get to be reading the news on one? Uh, I'd like to give you the brief version, Phil, so that'd be difficult, but um, I was a lawyer, uh, and I kind of turned up one day. I, I will tell you what I had to read as an audition line before that, and that was, it still stuck with me 20, 25 years later, Boris Yeltsin launches a tactical nuclear device at Luxembourg. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Good skill. I don't know why I remember that, but it was the first line I ever said to the camera. Well, Simon, look, given your work in broadcasting, you'll understand I've got like 15 seconds till the news and then yes. I get kicked in the lads if I don't get it right. So we have loved talking with you, mate, and you're great at what you do. Thank you very much. 
Thank you, Catch fellas. Up soon, mate. Take care. Good on you. Cheers, guys. Thank you. So many people have been texting in and calling in about uh, newsreaders and why they make such an impact on our lives, what we love and loathe about them, whether yeah. to show emotion or not to show emotion. And many, many names have been put forward, not the least. Uh, a number of uh, people texting in saying that for their money, Bernadine Oliver Kirby was the best newsreader around, had a lovely style about it. And as it turns out, we've got Bernadine Oliver Kirby on the line with us. Hello, Bernie. Simon, how are you? Long time no see. But I, I can't say long time no here because I, I do listen to you in film in the afternoons and what a joy to, to listen to you both. So welcome to the ZB family. Thank you very much, Thank Bernie. You. It's really, really great to talk to you. You might have, I don't know if you've been listening, but we're talking about favourite newsreaders and you are a favourite of many. And um, we're, I guess we're quite surprised about the impact. We shouldn't be, I guess, the impact you have as newsreaders on people's lives. Why do you think that is? Oh, well, first of all, that's so kind and, and very humbling, may I say. Um, it's hard to say. I guess we're part of people's daily lives. Uh, we're that kind of safe place to, to bring you up to speed with what's happened at home and around the world. But in saying that, Simon, we are just doing what we do well. Um, if I could paint, I would probably paint. If I could uh, <laughs> had any skill in the kitchen, I might be running a cafe. But I love reading. I love writing. And, and that's just what we do, and it comes naturally. And if you do what you love, you know, they say it's not work, is it? So, that's true. Uh, it was a joy to go to work every day, and every day was so different. That's so, great. Uh, we've got some great memories. Uh, not not to mention starting in the children's department at TVNB <laughs> with your good self, Simon. <laughs> That's exactly right, Bernie. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Bernie, can I ask this? Because Simon and I have nominated the person, the man or woman, that when we were in our younger days, which for me is basically at the start of this thing 50 years ago, my younger days. But um, who, did, did you have a favourite newsreader when you were a kid growing up before you actually got into the field yourself? Oh, I was a bit of a, a bit of a news geek and a sports geek. I loved watching everybody. I thought Angela Dordney was no nonsense. Her enunciation was just immaculate. And I watched Judy Bailey on Top Half uh, with John right. Wilkesby. So yeah. these were people that were kind of celebs and, and, and had big profiles. And when I got to go into the newsroom and see these people, Richard Long and Tom Bradley, I was absolutely gobsmacked and blown away. Um, but I think Angela and Judy for their um, professionalism, for the way they connect with people. and They don't um, read you the news, they tell you the news. And I think that's what makes a good newsreader is understanding what you're reading, connecting with your material and being real. And that's I think so, they're their key points. It's really good to get your views. You've been there, you've done it, you presented the One News for, for many, many years. We're talking to Bernadine Oliver Kirby. I'm going to ask you this question because it's a bit of a side uh, swipe. In it. Well, no, not really, but we've been checking about whether people like their newsreaders to show emotion, Bernie. From your perspective as a reader, before we answer that question, how hard is it for you when you've, on those occasions, had to read a ghastly story? How hard is it for you to keep it together? It's always tough. Uh, no one likes reading about um, death, about destruction. I do think there is a certain level of desensitisation. I think that comes with a job like a police officer, like a doctor or a nurse. I think to survive, you kind of have to switch off to a certain extent. And you do, you do get a heads up on these stories. You're not reading them for the first time. So part of your job and your professionalism is to uh, treat them all with each individual care and respect, each introduction. And I also think that you, you, you don't want to tell people how to feel. That's their job. 
Um, so I do think while you can have empathy for stories and you can show warmth for, for feel-good stories, you never want to tell people how to feel. That's their job. Really great to talk with you, Bernie. Thanks so much for giving us your time. Oh, an Thanks, absolute pleasure, and I hope you're loving Japan, Phil. I've just come back and fell in love with the country. So here's hoping the All Blacks can finish on a high for themselves, not just the country, but for themselves. Absolutely. Well done. Thanks heaps, Bernie. Have a great day. That's Bernadine Oliver-Kirby with us.